Shalom Abrach, we're up to Maseches Nedarim Daf. Oh, today's Daf is the last stop of the second parak of Maseches Nedarim discussing Perush uh, of Nedarim when someone explains what he meant when he said his Nedar. Uh, the Oinshim the that Bezdin gives for one who violates his Naziris. Uh, then the and with Samagadata, the Gemara tells us a bunch of things to avoid. The beauty and uh, value of the Midah of Busha. Then we learn some Hilchas Tzniyas and having Tashmish and how it should be done in Yiddish way. And a number of causes for having children that are Mordim and Poishim. And a stira whether one is allowed to talk during Tashmish. Now th- we begin with a new Mishnah that says that if someone makes a neder in, on a Cherim. And then afterwards he says, no, I was making a neder on the Cherim of the sea. Like those nets that they use to catch fish. Not with an actual excommunication. Or if he makes a cherim on a carbon, then he's like, no, 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 I didn't mean a carbon like Tashem. I mean like those gifts that they give to kings, which are called kabanas. Uh, if he says, hare, atzmi carbon, And then he's like, no, I, I don't mean on my, I didn't mean to make it myself into a carbon. I mean that I have this bone that I hang on to at home. And I was making the nether on that bone. Or if he says, queen uh, ishti nanasli. And then he's like, no, I didn't mean my, the wife that's currently married to me. I mean my uh, ex-wife, my divorced wife. All of these nadarim do not require a shayla. They don't, they don't need to a, uh, a heter to get out of it. But then the Mishra continues and says, if he does go get a heter, we punish him and we're machmer on him. That's, what, uh, that's a mayor shita. We find them a Pesach somewhere else and we teach them not to have kalas rish when it comes to nadarim. Don't make frivolous promises. Now, the, the Gemara says, we have, a, we have a blatant steer in our Mishnah, right? Because first we said that if someone explains his nether, he does not need a shayla. But then it says, if he does ask a shayla, then we punish him and we're machmer. Wait, does he need a shayla or not? So if you the answers, none of them really need a shayla. But, if the person is an Amma Aretz, then even though Ba'adzev, a Tamachacham would not need a shayla. An Amma Aretz that comes to get out of a nether which he explained, we punish him and we're machmer on him so that he shouldn't have kalas rish and adorim. Now, to be machmer, that makes sense. Being machmer means that if he says, oh, I just, I have charata, I didn't want to make it, we're not going to let him off that easy. But how, how do we punish someone who violates his nether, who wants, comes for a shayla? So the uh, Brisa tells us if someone accepts upon himself a, ne- uh, a Naziris and then he goes out and he just violates it, he eats the meat and the wine, he cuts his hair. So we don't just let him go until we, let's say he kept his Naziris for 20 days and then he broke it. We're not going to let him out of it until he is Mekayim as Naziris for another 20 days. That's a Behuda Shita of Yaisi. Changes it up a little bit. He says that's only if it was a short Naziris. But if, if the guy held on to his Naziris for 150 days and then he broke it, we're not going to make him do another 150 days. Then we'll make him do another 30 days as a punishment. If Yosef says, since the Chacham and the Rabbonin told us that we're not supposed to steltsu to this Nazir, we're not supposed to you know, get him off the hook and start him fresh without punishing him, if a Bezdin does, they did the wrong thing. And Rav Yaakov adds that we actually put, put him in Cherim. This Machlech is whether we put Bezdin in Cherim for indulging this Nazir or the person himself goes in Cherim. Moving on, the Chachomim had told us that we uh, give a Pesach to the individual who makes this neder with a uh, shaky perush. Now we learn in a bright side that a person should not regulate himself to take on a darim because at the end of the day, this may lead, 
at the end of the day, it will lead to uh, being moyel in shavuos. And once realistic things that a person should stay away from the the Gemara as a person should not stick around, uh, spend too much time with an Amaretz because they'll end up eating Tevel. He shouldn't stick around with a Koyin who's an Amaretz because they'll end up eating Truma. He shouldn't talk too much with Ho'isha because then that might lead to immorality. We shouldn't have explained that Ho'isha is uh, the Heyadia. So in Perkyov, it, it says it's talking about one's wife. But over here, it could be, it means. Uh, even a Chashev woman, a noble woman, you think, wait, there won't be any Neof if she's Chashev. No, stay away from, don't spend too much uh, chatter with uh, even a Chashev woman. Rabbi Acha Berebi Yaishio says, someone who looks at woman will lead to an Avera, and one who gazes at Mestakel, at the Akev of a woman will have Bonim who are not Mehugon. Rabbi Yosef says this applies to a man's wife who is Anida. And Bishman Ben Lakish says that when we say Akev, it's referring to any part of a woman's body which is covered, which is Mechuvun Kenegero Akev. Now we have a Brisa that brings a Pasuk, Bavortia Yerose Al Panechem, and the Gemara explains that's referring to Busha. Or on one's face is the Mida of embarrassment. And the Pasuk continues, Levilti Techato which tells us that Buja will prevent chait. And we learn from here that, that a, 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 be- a sign of a beautiful person, there's a beautiful sign on a person who is a bayishon. There are others that say that anybody who is misbayesh, timid, he will not easily, uh, quickly sin. If someone doesn't have busha on his face, we, we can know that he did not stand, that his forefathers did not stand at Arsinai, why Harsinai? Well, we know Harsinai was known for its humility. Harsinai also, that experience broke Amisrael's Kashe Oyrif, our haughtiness. So if a person does not have Busha, he still has that Kashe Oyrif. The Akal Targashunis says an incredible word that all of Klaisol said Nasa Vinishma. And he says not all of Klaisol wanted to say Nasa Vinishma, but they were misbiased to go against the, you know, the mob. So if someone does not have uh, Busha, he wasn't part of that chevra that helped with the Nasa Vinishma. Rev Tzaddik says that the, the, the Torah begins with Bereshis, which are the letters of uh, Yira and Boishas, which are prerequisites to learning Torah. That we got at Harsinai. Next of Yehuchanon ben Dahavoy says that there are four things that the, the Malachi Ashores taught him. He says, why do we have lame people? Why do people become lame? Because they have Tashmish inappropriately. People are blind because... Uh, people are mute because they kiss places they're not allowed to. People become haroshim because they talk during Tashmish. And people become blind because they look at places they're not allowed to. problem is we have a stira, which we have a riot. It sounds like one is allowed to talk during Tashmish. They asked Ima Sholem, the wife of Rebbe Yezer, how come you could have such beautiful children? So she answered, because my husband and I, she said there, Eliezer, uh, would not have Tashmish with her at the beginning of the night or the end of the night, but rather right in the middle of the night. So no one would be awake to hear. And when they did have Tashmish, he would uncover the bare minimum of his clothing. And it was like someone, like a shade was forcing him to do it. So he did it quickly so he wouldn't have any um, roim during Tashmish. I asked him, why do you do this? And Abel told her 
that it's so his eyes won't wander to another woman, and, and that'll make their children into some form of uh, mamzer. But you see that they were talking during Tashmish. The Gemara answers that, that the couple is allowed to talk during Tashmish about inyone Tashmish, but not about other things. Next, Rav Yochanan says that this is only the sheet of Rav Yochanan ben Dehavai, but the Chachomim disagree. They say we don't pass and like him. And rather, a man can do what he wants with his wife. And he gives to Meshalem, like someone who buys meat from the butcher. If he wants to eat it salted, he can salt it, he can roast it, he can cook it, he can put it in a stew. And same thing with a fish. Amemar says, Who are these Malachi Ashores who told Rabbi Yochanan ben Dahavai these Hilchas Tznius? It must have been their Abonon, because if they're actually Malachim, then how is Rabbi Yochanan disagreeing with them? They know how children are created. They're Bikiyim in the spiritual makeup of Vladis. Ah, if we're talking about their abundance, why do we refer to them as Malachi Ashares? Because they're exceptional, like Malachi Ashares. The Chazam Sofer say that this is the Makar. Why we say, Man Malachi Rabbanon. Rabbanon are the kings, they are the Malachim. There was a woman who came to Rebbe, and she said that my husband is having Tashmish with me inappropriately. Rebbe says, My daughter, what can I tell you? The Torah says it's Mutter. There was another woman who came to Rav, and said that her husband was having Tashmish with her inappropriately. Either she was trying to find out whether it's us or asking for a get. So Rav said, what can I tell you? We pass them like Darabon and it's like meat and fish. Actually, he specifically said like fish. Now the Gemara brings a passage and Rebbe learns from there that one should not drink from one kois and put his eyes on another one. He shouldn't think about another woman while during Tashmish. And Ravina says, that's even in between his two wives. And the Pesach says, Hashem will create children who are rebellious. And Rabbi Levi says, where do these children come from? And he lists 12 things. B'nei Teshamidois, B'nei Osnas, Mashgach, B'nei Ima, born from a Shivcha, B'nei Anusa, if he forces his wife, B'nei Snuwa, if they hate each other, Leah tainted that Yaakov hated her, but Yaakov didn't actually hate her. He just loved Rachel more, and therefore Leah thought he hated her. Bnei uh, Nidoi, if Bezdin puts them in cherem that they can't have Tashmish. Bnei Tamura, thinking of another woman. And uh, Ruvain was born from the union of Yaakov and Leah when he thought he was Rachel. Ruvain turned out okay. So I'll say either that uh, Ruvain wasn't born from that be a Rishayna, or other reasons. The eighth cause is B'nai Meriva, if they're fighting, if they're still in a fight during the, uh, while they have Tashmish. Nine would be uh, B'nai Shichrus, if they're drunk. Ten is B'nai Gurushas uh, Halev, if he wants to divorce her but hasn't told her yet. If he did tell her, then they can have Tashmish. B'nai Irbuvya, which either means that he uh, mixed up his wives, or if he didn't wait long enough after his new wife's marriage to find out if she was impregnated by her last husband. Or B'nei Chatzufa, which is a woman who demands Tashmish, the Shulchan Aruch adds, uh, a wife who is sleeping. And the Gemara asks, is it true that a woman is not supposed to demand Tashmish from her husband? Shmuel Ba'nachameni says, from Revio Yunusan, that anyone whose wife is Teveya, children from her husband, 
they'll have children who would be greater than even Mashabainu Bedairai. He learns it from the Pasuk of Hobalachem Anoshim Chachomim Unavoinim. The Pasuk says, Vakachas Rashi Shivtechem. And there it doesn't say Nevoinim, and the Pasuk says, Yisachar Chamor Gorem. Bnei Yisachar Yoide Bino Leitim. And these came from wives who were Tevea, their husbands. So the Gemara answers, that's when she's Miratza to him, but not demanding of him. Hajan Allah Ve'elum Utarin. Which began listing different kinuyim, which would be mutter, which would not be enough of a net to be mechay of somebody. And even if someone says uh, to his wife, Hare like ima, even though technically it's not toifes, we still try to f- we find him a pesach somewhere else so that he's not uh, makel rosh with nedarim. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.